said, I'm your host, Stevenson Altador, and you're listening to The Culture Report, episode two. And I want to thank all of you guys for listening to the first episode, all the support. You know, clap it up. Give y'all a clap, man. I want to clap it up to my co-host, L'Oreal Nix, last week guest, L'Oreal Walker, and this week guest. I known this boy since like what the first day of school at Kahavi Hall, second floor. This Girl. man is popular. Like he a superstar on campus. Like <laughs> you can't walk with this man and not see five people dap him up. What up, Chance? Take a chance with Chance. What what, what you say? What you say? Say it, bro. This is your boy Chance. Take a chance with Chance. Chance movement. Woo! Boss. Talk about the intro. Boss. Now that's Chance Tinsley right there. You know, my homeboy, my brother. So now let's just jump right into this, man. So the first topic of today is the never-ending beef with Kanye West versus Drake. If I'm being totally honest, it's highly annoying. <laughs> highly annoying. This has been going on subliminally since Drake dropped the best you never had, best you ever had video. That terrible ad. I don't know if y'all remember that. Man, that was when we was younger, man. That yeah, I know. Really? It's yeah. been going on for that long? Kanye. Yeah. Now, Kanye directed that video. Yeah, he did. But that video was hella bad. So, yeah, the acting was a little subpar. That video was terrible. And then um, I remember when Watch the Throne dropped, Kanye said he dropped that album because he felt Drake was a threat, threat to um mm. him and Kanye, him and Jay. Mm. My, I'm sorry. So there was always tension building, and it just seems to rise um when Kanye had that breakdown in a concert in California, um twenty sixteen, late twenty sixteen. It's crazy just because, like, Kanye has so many freaking outbreaks. I mean, it's crazy. He just had one not too long ago, too. Yeah. So He had one just recently yesterday where he went on social media, and he came at Nick Cannon. He came at Drake. Pretty much everybody. (laughs) Yeah. While he's back home in Chicago. And you know he was back in Chicago. This man was like, hold up, let me get the train passed through right quick. That's how you know he was back home. So... Evidently, there's a... He was just walking through. Yeah, he, he, was, he, he, he was walking down the street rambling. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm going to put my Yeezys on. I'm going to take well, You know he had security right with him. He wasn't out there by himself. He ain't that stupid. Well, we should probably start all the way from the beginning, recently. So how the beef kind of ignited, you know, that knowing that we know that it started, you know, really early, was that um, around the time Pusha T drive Daytona, and um, and that's not really when the beef started, though. Yeah, but I'm getting to it. But um, basically, Pusha T and Drake was going at it, and Pusha T he dropped a story of um Adonine, which was basically exploiting Drake about his son. And then um, that's when Drake was Drake was planning to drop a, a really career a ending, a career <laughs> ending this, and this this actually was going to be about. An affair that he had with Kanye's wife, Kim Kardashian. Allegedly. Allegedly. We don't know Allegedly. if it happened before. But on Twitter, there's been a lot of threads, basically, of Drake's recent lyrics that's kind of showing that he might have slept with Kim Kardashian. We're not sure. Um, one of the lyrics is from the song on, on World with Travis Scott, um, Sicko Mode. And it says, I crept down the block, made a right, cut the lights, Pay the price. Now, what's funny about it is hey. when you look on Twitter, there's a picture of um, Kim Kardashian's house and a picture of Drake's house in Hidden Hills. Am I correct? Yep. Hidden Hills. Yeah. And 
when you put them together, he actually lives to the right of Kim Kardashian. So, you know, it might be a lot of truth to that. But, but also, again, it's allegedly. That's not where the beef originally started, though, because remember when Kanye had that rant in Cali, he called out Drake and DJ Cali. I remember that for, um What's that song called? I know what you're for talking free? about. For free, exactly, for free, yeah. He called them out for having... um. That song came out a while ago, too. Yeah, it was too, yeah that's, that's when this whole entire thing really blew up. Because remember, they were supposed to do a project together. Yeah. And that's when Kanye, when Kanye spazzed for talking about DJ Khaled and Drake paying these artists, not paying the artists, paying the radio stations and, like, pushing their songs to the radio. He's like, everywhere I go, I listen to, I hear that song with Drake for free. Where's some, where's some Kanye at? That's when he went on that rant. There was some tension there. And then people thought it subsided after um, Kanye made an appearance on Drake album, More Life. On the song Glow, so people thought, okay, they made up. And then now, let's fast track to what L'Oreal just said when Drake was playing, um, what was the album? Scorpion. Drake mm-hmm. was playing Scorpion for Kanye. He assumed, well, he thought Kanye leaked some information to Pusha, and that's when Pusha got the, you are hiding a child, stop playing Border Patrol, let that boy come home, fire. That's what I'm saying. But really, oh, really the only reason that Pusha said anything God. was in the Duppy Freestyle. Um, Drake there. mentioned Pusha T's fiance now wife. Yeah, but also remember Pusha T did took a shot at Drake on infrared. Yeah, yeah. he did. I was just so about to bring infrared. They up. were just bickering yeah. back and forth. So, and they've been doing that for a long time too. So this cultivated to yesterday, like Oriel just said, Kanye was just basically saying, Drake, bro, if you hear any rumors. Or you hear these rumors of people sleeping with my wife, you have to come out and shut that down if it's, since it's not true. You keep letting it ride, and you're not saying anything about it. You're not denying this. You keep people letting people saying you slept with my wife. Now, you know what you got into, though. <laughs> you were very proud to say you married a porn star. I was just about to say that. <laughs> I was literally just about to say that. I mean, but there's also a level of um of him like, being a hypocrite we because all know Kim Kardashian. and um what's the latest song that he dropped? Ecstasy. Ecstasy and ecstasy. This man literally said that he will willingly sleep with all of Kim's sisters. No, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Let's say the bar. He said, "You have a sister-in-law. I, you would smash. I got four of them. I don't know about y'all." But that's a real brag bar right there. That's braggadocious right there. But Kanye How? can't be Come mad on. at no, no. that. <laughs> chill, chill, he on. knew what he was oh. getting into. No, 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 no. Let's, let, let's, not, let's not look at the hypocrisy. Let's look let's, at how braggadocious that bar. This man said, oh, you have a sister-in-law you would smack. I got four of them. I get to pick which one I mean, I, I give props I mean, to Kanye. You know, he's, I mean, Kanye <laughs> is a very, he's a very open man. Yeah, I can't tell me when you heard that bar, you were like, oh, that's nasty. He said for no, my it was. It was a nasty verse. So like, oh, I want to hear the hypocrisy. That's like, that's real <laughs> shit right there. <laughs> that's some real <laughs> shit right there. So I'm saying for was his magic number that day. Yeah. You know, Kanye is doing this whole rebrand. Like, he truly is. I remember that incident with Kim Kardashian and um, Ryan Fest. They got on the Twitter beef. Yeah. Ryan Fest, I believe Ryan Fest was calling out Kanye because of him not giving back to, to his Chicago. community. Yeah, yeah, yeah Chicago. Community in Chicago. So like, Rhymefest has a nonprofit organization named after Kanye West mother's mother, sorry, Kanye West mother, Donda's House Inc. Mm-hmm. So this was founded all the way back in 2011. Now, as Loria just stated, Rhymefest criticized Kanye for not giving back to community, particularly Chicago. And as you all know, Kanye has been has accused been- of being in a sucking place, living out in Hidden Hills and Beverly Hills and not being out of touch with the black community as a whole. 
So, you know, his wife, we all need a wife like Kim Kardashian. She rides for her man. Rise for her, man. She had his. She, she had for more too. <laughs> but I'll just say that even though I do respect Kim riding for Kanye, I feel like do I believe that Kanye's in a sunken place? Technically, I don't. But yes. I just feel yes. I, I I do, but then I don't at the same time because I feel like if he didn't have Kim and his kids, Kanye would have been really crazy. I because like I, just like, I just feel like I just feel like the loss of his mother just. It's, it's still truly devastating. Like, you could just tell sometimes when I look at him, and even though, you know, I'm glad that he is smiling, I feel like when he's smiling, it's like a cringy smile. Like, it just, you could just tell something's wrong with Kanye. I mean, oh, no matter how happy he perceived to be. Well, I don't know. About it's just that. something that's bothering him. And that I don't know if, it's, it's, if he's still thinking about his mother. And, um, and Childish Gambino's new video feels like summer. There was a segment in the video where Kanye was hugged by Michelle Obama, and basically it gave the indication that he basically needs someone like his mother, a support system, a strong, well, I wouldn't say a strong, but just a black woman, period, to just give him the love that I feel like that he's lost. Now, uh, there's a conversation that could have that we could have, but maybe not today's episode, that why... Why does it always seem to be women, particularly black women, responsibility to help broken men all the time? I feel like it can be any woman's job. Yeah, but, but we feel, but we we place that on women in general. Like, if I'm if I have a problem, if I have a, a emotional, mental, or physical or financial problem, it's always supposed to be a woman to come save the day. It's always their responsibility, not only help sell, um, heal us from whatever problem that is, mm-hmm. but also shape us and to make us become better people. For some reason, that's, that's always their responsibility. And if and if that doesn't happen, we place the blame on those women for not being able to shape us to that perfect, or not perfect, but that good human being. That's I don't believe we, we should do that. We shouldn't be able, but know. that's no, why I say that's a conversation we have for another day. Right. So we that's that's one thing I have problem with the video, but I also want to you know backtrack to what, what happened between Ryan Fest and Kim, because I feel like this is where the rebrand started. So Kim... Ryan Fex actually initially called out um, Kanye for not helping out the city, and he asked Drake particularly to help fund the the foundation. Kim clapped back and said, you're more interested in making music with Kanye than funding the foundation. And then she didn't even stop there. She um, claimed that um, you were give, she was given, he was giving Kanye subpar beats, and just not really either doing either in total, not helping out with the music or helping out with the foundation. So, you know, Ryan Fest pulled out some facts on what the foundation does and even said um, if such a problem, he would remove Donda's name out of the, and just change the whole entire name of the company. But I feel like after that incident happened, you know, Twitter and social media start going out, Kanye could be like, particularly after he said slavery is a choice, which is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Uh, that, that dumbest, dumbest shit, shit dumbest I've shit. ever heard. Dumbest shit. If you even think like that, you dumbest shit. That no, was, if you uh, ever think that you can give Kanye West a pass for saying that, you you're just shit. dumb and period. So once those those things cultivated to black people somewhat revolting against Kanye, like, yo, like you used to stand up for all these things. He's the same person who made All Falls Down. He's the same person that said George Bush don't care about black people. And now, and now you out here wearing MAGA hats and just doing everything totally opposite from how you came in the game. So now you see Kanye rebranding himself. He announced a new collab album with Chance. Mm-hmm. He announced a new album called Yandi, which is obviously um, a reference to Gandhi. 
who's, who was actually a racist, by the way. So, <laughs> fun fact of the day, brought to you by the Culture Report. But um, and then now he moved back to Chicago. Hmm, that's that's pretty strange, you know. Now, and he did say something really telling in the beginning of his rant videos on IG that he did, he even mentioned. Now that I'm out the sucking place, I thought that was interesting because not only he's self aware of what people are saying about him. He also probably realized there's a hint of truth of that. But do I truly think all these actions are genuine? Or do I do I think he's really going to Chicago to help make to, for his own good heartedness and help those people truly out? Maybe so, if you ask me, more so try to rebrand his image. Because when does Kanye ever want to talk to us? When he I, got something to sell. I was about to say, especially, if, I mean, Period. if he was feeling any type of way, usually home, home strikes the heart. Yeah, it does. You know? Exactly. So, you know, Chicago for him could be like a hospital for him right now. It could be, but like what I'm seeing, the actions he he had over the past year to suddenly do this, the mm-hmm. album name, the collab name. He tried to do the J. Cole press release where um you take a picture of your old house. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out. I mean, it, it, it's cool. I'm not saying it won't work out, but like these are marketing things and brand. These are obvious um t- signs of he's trying to rebrand himself to the image know. he I used to be. I kind of feel like Kanye... Is kind of on the same realm as what Eminem is doing right now. Where, I mean, I wouldn't say like completely, but I'm looking at Kanye. I think he realizing that what he's doing is backfiring on him. And I learned this in my journalism class. Of um, we learned about famous people blunders and basically what people say and even what people do. It can backfire him. And I think Kanye, you know, is thinking like, oh crap, like I really need to watch what I'm doing because I'm just seeing how it's affecting me, especially with the black community, especially with people in Chicago. And there's a lot of people in Chicago, especially people that I talk to at Central, where they just like, you know, Kanye just act like he don't give a damn about the city that he came from. I feel like Kanye didn't said too much to turn back around now, you feel mm-hmm. me? Like, to a part where when I say, like, remodeling and rebranding, I mean... If it was like more at like his earlier stages and stuff, that's what he's like, trying to recreate. Yeah, it's. I just feel like he's at a he's at a place now where it's just like that's why I feel like also he could be going back to Chicago, go back to his roots, you know, as well. But I just feel like just now it's too it's kind of too late for all that, you know, for him. I won't say it's too late, but he needs to show genuine some support, genuine um, show that he genuinely cares about the people, the population of Chicago. And not just do all these photo ops, all these IG videos. Just mention, oh, I'm back home, I'm back home. You actually have to show, you have to actually reinforce those words with action. So if you're not giving money out to help those at-risk children, if you're not actually going out there and hearing the people problems, because I'm not familiar with Chicago problems, I'm not going to sensationalize the problems in Chicago because I already hate when the media does that. So, mm-hmm. but if you're not actually going to the the, the, the nitty gritty of what actually happens there, then don't just start saying, I'm back home. Yeah, I'm out the sunken place. Because it seems like you're doing this all from a, for an image. And like I stated last week's episode, I hate manufactured image. Just be yourself. If this is who you are, the person who wants to be um, willing to be free, free thinking, free free emotions, free everything, express yourself freely, then you have to take what comes at you when you say dumb shit. That's just what happens. And exactly. That's why I go back to saying, like, you know, I feel like he's too far. Like I said, he's already been too far, like, expressing himself and people really seeing, like, Oh, this is Kanye. Yeah. You know, like, this is what we expect from Kanye. Like, when, if I say Kanye, you'd be like, what y'all say? What y'all gonna say? 
Yeah, his last album was average as shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be a little bit more positive in that he's still a musical genius. Oh, he is, but like, that even last, besides his antics, that, that, that last. And album, I just think that he just needs some love, and from a specific person. That last album wasn't it, Chief? But um, <laughs> but you know, I think social media plays a but, huge part in that. I mean, but love from who? Huh? You know, love from who necessarily? Mm. You know. Yeah. But someone like his mother, because nobody, not even Kim, can give him the love that his mother gave him, well, which is obvious. But just like, replace but, a mother's touch. Yeah, yeah, but it's like still. But that's what I'm that. saying. Like it just love you, mama. I just I feel really <laughs> I bad you, for Kanye. Like I really do. Right, even right. though slavery was a choice, was the dumbest shit I ever heard in my yeah. life, yeah. and I'm still mad now, by that. I still feel bad for him. Now let's now, let's segue to uh, another important topic, where social media still plays a huge role in this. And the conundrum, the arrogance, the cockiness of an artist named Russ. Man, this man's a huge ass. Let me just say that outright. A talented ass. We've seen a lot. But ass, nothing less. Russ has lately been in the news for a video surface over the past week that he got smoke perp jumped. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not surprised by that. Once you start, you know, Clout chasing, you actually get chased by some goons. <laughs> so you've seen this way too many times. You saw what happened to Young Bands. Young Bands said F- Russ one day. He said, "Yo, I got off the phone with Russ, so all that shit need to chill." And um, you know, so you, you see what happens when you actually stand your ground. Russ has been is an interesting case because I feel like he created his image for himself of being such an arrogant person, but social media has really created this perception around Russ, and I think for young artists. He's the special case study where you have to pay attention to how you brand yourself initially to the masses, particularly on social media. Because all Russ did is, said was, I produce my own music, I engineer my own music, I mix my own music, I master my own music, I write my own music. He said he did it all by himself and he wins platinum awards, which is true. He gets, he got, he has platinums on, he got plaques. But, I think that deserves a clap though. It, it does, it, I mean, does. it does. But we live in society where we don't like when people big up themselves. Yeah. We but want, I think it's we interesting, want to, We want to compliment you for what you've done. Like, let's say... That's the same as Takashi 69. He just compliments himself all day. It's different. The way he does it is trolling. Yeah. He trolls and he's funny. He doesn't come out and say, oh, I got... I do all this by myself. I'm better than all you. No, he just says, I got <laughs> nine for nine on the Billboard charts. Play, hey, yo, play that Ludacris song. I don't yeah, know why I, I remember that. I still think it's interesting, though, how in music industry... We like that self-made narrative. And I understand, you know, where Russ is coming from. Like, it's it's kind of hard. Like, I can't say that I hate Russ. I, I can't. Like, no, I can't. I don't. Like, to be like, oh, I hate Russ. Him. Like, I can't just say that. Yeah, but I under But I understand where he's coming from, where it's just to the point where he needs to humble himself. Oh, like, I, under, I understand that, you know, you have these perceptions, you have these opinions, but you need to understand who you are at the end of the day, you're an artist. And if you have all these people, especially social media, that's looking at what you're saying, they're asking, well, you know, prove it to me. And one great example where we have a big impact of social media on perception was when Russ, he mentioned and he said that um, he doesn't like the drug culture, especially in rap. He believes that you know, it's one thing that if you use drugs, you use them, but it's another thing of using drugs to glorify your self-image. 
And rappers mm. like Little Peep and Smoke of... Perp was very mad because in the day they was like drugs. You know, I use it to cope. A lot, of, a lot of rappers do that though. Like that's what the people want to hear, kind of. Like this is a this age that we live in. It, drug age. You know, there's all types of drugs coming out, you know. You went from the Stone Age to the drug age. Ain't that that's what shit? I'm saying. <laughs> you know, and that's what, it's like even Future. I remember oh, we touched on this before. Just that. Future just said, like, he doesn't do all that, but it's what they want to hear. It's what his fans want to hear. But, but also, but I mean, he got to. But <laughs> since he's on the record, let me say also say this, though. What Future, what, how Future reference drugs is different from a lot of these artists because... He doesn't he he mentions his problems that are generally unrelatable. Like I know y'all heard Beast Mode too. Yeah. yeah. The last track, I hate the real me. Mm-hmm. How many of us can honestly say we are mad that a girl is exposing to the world that I wanted to smash? I don't. I can't. Like I don't, I don't even know what a relationship <laughs> is, so she, I can't relate to she, that. She, literally, like he even <laughs> said, she told the world I tried. She tried to smash me. She wanted to smash, and she t- and he was mad about. She was he felt sad that he told the world. But I mean, you cannot not- make Codeine crazy. That just that song so hard. So just so bumping. You can't make that song and say that you don't do Codeine. You so, can't. I mean, it's a lot of people that you can just say like that's a lot of people who fabricate stories and like like somebody can. It's so easy that somebody can fabricate yeah. a story and just be like, oh, I do this, I do that, and they cannot. Like, they cannot do nothing. You and, know they. What I wanted to finish that point was that he ma- he he states these problems that we can't relate to as young people, but when he mentioned drugs and how he uses them to cope, that's how we relate to him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he makes all these, I just f***ed your and some Gucci flip-flops. I mean, that's all cool. It's hype, but like, all in between those hype-ass lines, he's literally saying he's in pain. Yeah. And he's taking drugs to heal. And we don't really, all we hear is that he's taking Xanax, he's taking Perk, he's taking Coding, he's taking... Um, oxycontin, whatever it is, and we're like, yeah, I do the same thing too. Like I'm using whatever my problem is, I'm doing the same thing as you to heal. So it really comes down to, and I, when Russ was co- criticizing the drug culture, it really, I always had the stance of that it's up to the people to stop holding these celebrities and these rappers up to a, such a high mantra. Like, exactly. they're just human beings. At the end of the day, they're human beings just like we are. They bleed the same just like we do. I have never in my life. When Jay Z was rocking Rockerware and Rockerware was popular, I saw him rocking those baggy ass clothes. I'm like, man, I need to call me some Rockerware jeans. Right. I've never looked at um, P Diddy when he was when Sean John was popping, popping. Not yeah, just popping. He used to look at Soldier Boy when he used to wear them long ass t shirts down to his ankles and shit. Dog, rappers used <laughs> to show up to BT Awards with just a long white tee and baggy jeans with some Air Force Ones. Yeah, I was disgraced. I was mad. I'm like, man, this is not. <laughs> that was a terrible era, terrible era. So like, <laughs> put on the t-shirt. That was the whole fit right there. I mean, the when you think was, about it, it was iconic. Like like no, they had the nerve to iron out throughout the day. Like, yeah, this is what I'm rocking. I'm about to it look is good. Still this is my shirt and my pants. <laughs> <laughs> this is my shirt and my dress. <laughs> but we can never forget when Marcus Houston literally wore like a plastic like bag. Uh, Literally yeah. wore like a plastic that boy, bag. That boy with jacket, as a top? pants. Oh, yes. Dog. Oh my god. Let that, let that man pass gas. He gonna look like steam steam broccoli, bro. Like oh <laughs> man, man. Oh, you just gonna see a little white cloud in yeah. the back. Yes. <laughs> hey dog, you got a white cloud in the back. Oh, 
Let me unzip that. Fit. Hold on. I'm just gonna let it out. <laughs> let it air out real quick. <laughs> Hey, I know. Look, hey, we got, hey, we got to have a conversation about why these R&B singers be having no shirt on. That was him all the time in his videos. Him, Trey Songz, Chris Brown. Well, Trey Songz no is acceptable. On. Trey Songz is acceptable. Right, he can to, do whatever right, he back wants. back to Russ. See, you just lost me with that. Back to Russ. <laughs> <laughs> right. You just lost me with that. But, yeah, so for young artists, how you introduce yourself to the masses is very important. Because once that perception is set, that's how social media will, will always view, view you as. It doesn't matter if you are a platinum-selling artist who does all these things by himself. People will just look at you and like, Russ. Yeah. That boy trash. They just taking it Dog, right. He released a song that had a flute beat. You know, the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. People were saying he's the first one to make the flute beat sound boring. Well, damn. Right. People, I mean, like... We live in a savage era. We, we do. Well. We live in an era where we want our ideals to be reinforced. We don't want to hear the other side. So, like, once once you once you're not part of that popular opinion, you get trashed on it, and we get influenced by we retweets, we get influenced by likes, we get influenced by Instagram posts that has like thousands of likes. We're like, man, what can I do to get attention today? When exactly. when when Mac Miller died, rest in peace. He in peace there were him. people literally on Twitter said, oh, why couldn't it be Russ? I remember five years ago that was Wale. When anybody died, he'd be like, man, why couldn't that be Wale? Once you once you have that perception, it's so hard to shake off on social media because they know that's the quickest. They know for us regular people, that's the quickest way to get a thousand retweets. Right, that's the quickest way to get so mentions. We go into like beef and stuff. Oh we yeah, into that all types of beef, and that's where I go back to Takashi Six Nine. I don't like talking about that, but I hate. Saying, it. But I don't like him. That's I what love. We do. <laughs> That is a strike too, dog. This strike too. First it was Trey Songz, now it's Takashi. Like, okay, Trey Songz is a handsome looking man. Number one, and number two, I personally don't have a problem with Six Nine. Do I think he's one of the best rappers? Hell no, I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> I know that I would be more like marauder on the street if I said that. But still, Six Nine is entertaining. He knows what he's doing. Like, first of all, shout out to Treyway. They know what they're doing. Why are you that. shouting out them on this podcast? Like, because like, they know what they're doing. Everything is a marketing strategy. We're not supposed to talk about this, man. I don't like this, man. I really don't. They, Stevenson, you can't sit up here and say that they don't know what they're doing. No, they I'm know not, what they're doing. I, I, did I say that? I just don't want to talk about this, man. Like, I don't like this guy. I don't like his music. I don't like how he, he's funny as shit. And that's all he is to me. Like, he... I don't see anything appealing about this guy. Nothing. I just see someone who should have been a comedian instead of a rapper. But that's what I like about him. I think, but when you think about it though, rap rap has some forms of comedy. Like another example, Black Youngster. Black Youngster is a comedian, but people like him because of his music and the way that he can that you can infuse comedy with music. But Takashi doesn't do that. Takashi is talking. Put a gun on Helen Bonamano. Like all that bullshit where he just yelled into the mic. Like, but I, I believe 6ix9ine does it because it's, he knows that he if he raps like that, people will like it. It's and people, people like it. Because people don't like the essence of hip hop and nobody want to listen to no damn lyrics no more. But I mean, that's Lupe why Fiasco his songs just drop an album. Literally just drop an album. And I nobody care it. about it. Because it, it's people be saying, oh, I remember Soldier Boy said, I, mean, I don't want to hear what that is saying. Man. It's At too the complex. End of the day, I just believe that <laughs> mu- the music, 
there's different kinds of music for everybody. Yeah, I know. People You're like right. Six Nine. People right. like Mac Miller. Right. People like yeah. Wale. Look, look, so I don't right. really get all into it in base of oh, you know, why are we giving all this dude so much credit or why As he's more in the of our generation started coming on. That's all of our, our young people are seeing. Yeah, but also you're right. There's different type of music for everybody, especially hip hop. No, I mean I ain't gotta like all of them. Of course not. This, this, I don't see any quality into it. There's no quality. It's just fast. It's just fast food music. It's here today. It's on the charts for a couple weeks. It's gone after after a month. That's and, all. That's all he is. And I don't see a lasting legacy for that. Black Youngster is cool, but I know cool. I know some people literally just like to watch him because he's stuttering problem. Why you think you know Dave Chappelle was a very popular show because he learned how to infuse comedy. With hip hop, but true. But the thing is, but you just say Takashi does that in his music when he doesn't. He's all violence in his music, all comedy outside on social media. They don't. They're, they're not exclude. They're not mutually exclusive. They don't go. He don't just not put them together. He put yeah, this, well, he put this image on social like, media, and those and those people flock to his music. He does not does those comedic acts in his music at all. No, I'm saying in terms of his. I'm not just music wise, but persona wise. Like when you think about it. Like, what attracts people to certain artists is their personality. Like, Cardi B. Like, people love Cardi B because of her personality. Well, look, man. You are right about that, but I ain't saying I like him. I don't like him. I won't ever like him. I don't like his music. I think he's a piece of shit. Like, I'm just, I'm just going to say it. Like, I'm just going to say it. Like, and I, I don't care. Like, I don't like him. Especially what he's, he's he is accused of. I don't, I don't like what he's accused of. I'm I'm not rocking with that at all. I two, don't care what anybody tell me. Two words, scum gang. <laughs> but this we're, also segues to I know, right? <laughs> dog, she's so close on strike three, dog. Just my open this door and say get out, like for <laughs> like for real. But this goes to the perfect segue when I say a long a long lasting legacy. People often assume that once you get in this game, you're supposed to stay in this game forever. Which is not the case at all. You can easily just make a name for yourself in the music industry and go to other ventures. Chance, how about you give us some examples of those people who've done that? We can go back to Kanye on that part. Um, today, as we all know, Kanye has a popular sneaker line, Yeezys. He's come out with Yeezy 350s, Yeezy 750, Yeezy Wave Runner. Today, he just re- released uh, Yeezy had their uh, most broadest, broadest uh, release yet. With the uh, Yeezy 350 uh, Low Cream releasing in like one million pair all over. And I actually looked on Adidas website and there actually still like pairs available. Wow. Which is surprising How to me. How much they cost? 220. Woo! Woo I'm going to stick to my $60 Vans. <laughs> I cannot afford that. I'm a broke ass college student. I'll tell you that right now. Um, But like I said, it's a lot of ventures in that. Like, just like a lot of rappers, I believe like, when you have that amount of money, you should invest it in different things so you shouldn't have, like, one avenue just of income. Exactly. Because nowadays in this world, whether we like it or not, we all have to have, like, multiple sources of income just to make it. You feel me? Especially the music industry. Do you know that artists only make 12% of revenue? 12%. 12, musicians only make 12% of the revenue in the music industry. That means the labels take home 88% of it. And they don't realize it when they sign their contracts. They really don't. That's why a lot of them want to be independent. Right. That's why That's why Russ always talking his shit, because he gets more money off his sales than a lot of these rappers. Right. Exactly. So 
once you stay independent and once you do other business ventures, you mentioned um, Kanye West. Uh, I know, Lo, you're very fond of Rihanna. And Rihanna got a lot of things going yeah, on. Yeah, a lot of things going on. I'm just, I'm very proud of her, number one. That's as a black Rihanna, woman. Man. Like, as a black woman, just what she doing is crazy. Hurry up and drop that album. Stop yes. playing with me. Stop playing <laughs> but, um, with me. She's been recently making a lot of collaborations with Puma, starting with the Creeper sneakers, and now, you know, she's doing Fenty slides and just full-blown Fenty collections. She um, started Fenty Beauty last year, and just in one month, the whole entire line made $72 million. Woo! In one month. Damn. Like, literally, she blew, like, Sephora, even Mac, just out the window. She recently started her lingerie line, Savage X Fenty, and they was um, featured in New York Fashion Week the last couple weeks, so she's been doing a lot, and she's even thinking about doing a furniture line, and... Really, for all the young artists out there, like, I think a lot of the J. Cole song, um, 1985, The Fall Off, he really made a great point to artists like Little Pump or even Smoke Perp that, you know, just because you have a lot of money now, that's cool and all, but you could really do so many things with your platform. Like, your platform and platform and representation is so important, especially in the black community. It's one thing to just be a black artist or a black basketball player or just a black celebrity in general, just rich. You have to be able to, you know, do something with it, make an impact. And that's what these artists are doing. We can touch down on a lot of people. Diddy. Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Exactly. Like, Jay-Z is huge with Rock Nation Sports. He signed with Puma. just about every freaking wing stop. That lemon pepper chicken been hitting though, man. All flats. All flats. You really just said that right now? All flats. You really just said that? Yes, all flat chicken. Hey, yo, bro, step out. All flat chicken. Step out. Step out. All flat chicken. You ain't gonna try my drumsticks like that, dog. Like, nah, bro. Hey, drumsticks. I don't hate drumsticks, but I just prefer. You like drumsticks? It's the same piece of a. I like drumsticks. But flats, you just, it's just flat. Like, just flat. You like them Straight chicken. You like them flat? flat. I like them flat. I like something I can hold on, grip, nice and tight, and just take a nice bite in it. I just get all the chicken. I want to taste the succulents. I want to taste the chicken on the chicken. You got to literally bite on the chicken for like 10 minutes. You get more chicken on the drumstick. No, you don't. You get more chicken on the flat. No, you don't. The drumstick, you got to literally eat it for 10 minutes. I don't want to eat a chicken wing for 10 minutes. Girl, who eats a drumstick for 10 minutes? I do because it's not a lot of chicken. No, that explains a lot. That's why a lot. You be bro. savoring the taste and stuff. That's how I know it's chicken yeah. on there. Chicken on that bone. You I can tell. I can tell you just be grinding the bone with your teeth, bro. Like, come on now. But as we was getting into that like, blasphemy, it's, it's it's just a lot of people who just take their uh, take their platform and just you know do something with it. You know, we can co- go to Chameleon Air. Oh, you know, everybody yeah. forgot that about him. Went from writing dirty right. to now oh. he ain't writing dirty no more. He writing clean and rich. Yes. He uh he's part of a, a technology um company right now. He's doing a lot of stuff. What Soldier Boy? He's still making money. Yeah, he to is. this day. It's just so many people that's using their platform just to like just to elevate. And I believe like everybody. If I was ever get to a platform where I'm just like rich and famous, you know, let's hope. But if I ever get to that, like I said, I'm gonna invest in a lot of stuff. I think everybody should just do that. I think it's a good thing. Fun fact. Nike sponsor me. Chameleonaire actually owns a modeling company called Masterpiece Mind Frame. Wow. Oh, for real? Yeah. 
That's why this this is what's so important because a lot of times we confuse relevancy for currency, mm-hmm. and that that's not the same. Just because your name popping everywhere doesn't mean you making money. Exactly. Right. A lot of a lot of the people who make money don't even they don't even make announcements. They don't make statements. Too many times we we already go on, we hop on social media, we jump out the window, and we just talking about we making moves. I'm about to do this and that. Then when we come check up on you. We ask you what happened to those moves. You're like, oh, yeah. See, what had happened was uh, we don't want to hear that. That is a great stay point. Si- stay silent. Too. Stay silent. Real G's, real G's moving silence like lasagna. Okay? Stay exactly. silent. That's what I'm saying. You don't, have to make, you don't have to announce your moves to know, let people know you're making money. Just do it. Just, just, just do it. Get in the lab and work. That's what I'm saying. Nike, Adidas, Puma, Reebok. Hey, sponsor the culture. We'll be quiet. And just going back to Russ, that's my advice to Russ, is just do what you do. Like, I think Russ is a great artist. And I just want to, I really whoa, do. I think he's whoa, a good artist. Whoa, I really do. Whoa, that's my opinion, Stevenson. I, cool. I mean, you can have that opinion. I have, I can challenge that. Like, I'm Just like right you now. don't like 6 9 I respect that. Let's not say great. <laughs> let's say let's say good to decent, all right? Decent I think good. he's great. Nah. I just feel like I if I could give him any advice... Just keep on doing what you're doing. Oh, of course. But you yeah. know what? I think great. we forgot to mention this. Sometimes I feel like people be setting Russ up for failure. Like when you look at how like people like the Breakfast Club or just regular um or just regular people interview him, they ask him these questions where he's pretty much being set up to say something that fires back at him. And no, this no, this, no, no, this goes no. for anybody though, not just him. But no. I do feel like I do feel like he kind of getting set up. No, he don't. He's not getting set up. The thing is, he's he he says what's on his mind. And once you are that kind of person, where you're blunt and you don't care about reper- the repercussions of what's being said, you put yourself in that trap. You put yourself in that hole. That's why when he said, "If you do drugs, you're a f-ing loser." What happened when you don't? We don't, when we don't hear an explanation from something like that, and little Pete, little Pete died a couple. Was it weeks later or something like that? Yeah, yeah. We we rest in peace. You make us yeah, make the peace. perception for you. You when you don't speak out on on a statement that you made and explain on it or expand on it. Once you let the social media, once you let social media control that narrative, it's a wrap. Because then we twist it whatever we want against you, or whether we like you, or whether we or we don't. And if we don't like you, we gonna make that we gonna make sure that perception sticks for a long time. But what I don't understand, and it's not just the music industry, it's just people in general. It's like we like people that's blunt. Like that's why I don't understand why people don't like when they're blunt. Right, but people don't like when they, you know, speak on the real. That's that's why like I don't understand. People don't like when you speak on the good things that's happening for you because one, they get jealous, two, they believe you should be humble, and three it's just like I said earlier. People just don't like when we when when someone annoyed themselves at something that they done. So like when someone says like Russ, but said, Kanye been doing that for years. But but we but the people gave him that title. The people and, and he proved it in his work. So Russ, people have to give him. People have to what, give you a title to do that. That's how that, that that's what that's what happens a lot. Once once the people give you that narrative and give you that title, that's when it it, it could just it could be true true and. and Quotation marks. Because once you start saying stuff like "I do all this and I'm a platinum winning artist," we don't and we don't we don't acknowledge it first. We don't care about. We start. We think we take that as arrogance, as cockiness, whether right or wrong. That's how society takes it. Because we don't like it when people annoy themselves for things they've done. We want to annoy you. It's a whole bunch of people, different. It's people stupid, in this but world. that's how it works here. I don't know why. I, mean, I would. That's why I like Floyd Mayweather. Besides all the accusations he has against him for domestic violence. Cause he always talk, he always talks shit and he back it up. 
Well, yeah. yeah. There's no there. I, I met so so many people in this world, and I know there's different types of people in this world, and it's just it's all types of people who who just like different things, yeah. you know, from people. Yeah, I know it's it's people who like that they like people when they're real and stuff. They like it all up to the point where it's being said to them, you know, or it has something to do with them. Then they're like, oh yeah, now nah, it's a problem. But you know, I like I I know I know people who's like, oh yeah, I like the real. And if something said real to them, they humble about it. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? I, I dig it. You feel me? Yeah. See, I'm the type of person where I say what I want and whatever happens, happens. Like, I just said I don't like Kakashi. I just said I don't like Kanye West's album. Whatever happens afterwards, afterwards. But I just want to put that, I just want to be real with myself and real to you guys. But also, I, do, I also do prefer when people be real with me. Like, exactly. not just be a yes man. If you see me messing up, if you see me going down the wrong turn, you pull me to the side and tell me, yo, you f***ing up, bro. Right, I want you to you, tell me you, that. That's what I like. In life, that is, for everybody, that's something that everybody like. You feel me? Everybody wants somebody who's going to do Once you start surrounding yourself with yes, man, you're not going nowhere. That's when you become oh, stagnant. Not. That's when your and I eyes. I learned that the hard way. That's when your eyes become blighted from the flashing lights. Like, I admit, I used to be one of those people where if I didn't, you know, if I didn't get any, like, positive affirmations or stuff like that, I will bring myself down, but I just learned at the end of the day, you know, like I would say a lot of times with my mom, especially, I will think of that way, but a lot of what she says is just coming out of love, and I just learned how to respect that. You know, people are not going to tell you anything that, you know, it's going to be meant to hurt you. It's supposed to be meant to help you. Most some of the time. Do, most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. Because there are some people who are who would generally just try to ruin your life. Right. For whatever reason, because they just mad about theirs, or they just like doing that. Some people get that enjoyment of seeing other people fail. I don't like that feeling. I don't. But like, I just feel like there's different people in this world. There is. At the end of the day, just be real we with me. Have, we don't have people like that, and we don't have people who's on the other end, you know. And at the end of the day, you just got to say true to yourself. Exactly. <clears throat> be true to you. Be true to who you are, but be aware of the consequences that follows. Because be once, make sure you have the opportunity to control the perception. That's why I speak my truth. That's why I speak what I believe. And that's why I speak the way I do. And I'm very comfortable with that. If you want to come check me, if you think I said something wrong, I have no problem. I have no problem being wrong. I really don't. I love being wrong because I learn. And that's what we have to start appreciating. This whole life is basically just us learning throughout until we die, basically. That's all it is. We just learn until we die. And we can't take that knowledge with us, but we can use that knowledge to make a better life. Literally. Literally. But I said at some point we... At some point, we start we start getting paid for it instead of paying for it. <laughs> exactly. College. So now on to the next topic. After that, <laughs> interesting conversation. I still can't believe you said flats over drumsticks, man. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. That's how I like my chicken. Nah, nah. You know, you wilding, wilding. You wilding, wilding right now. Somebody in here but you know, we we really don't want to talk about this person. He's the epitome of a piece of shit, a foul human being, grotesque. Disgusting, a gremlin, a goblin, a hoodlum, whatever. Every negative, negative connotation in dictionary. He is the personification of those words. And I'm talking about the low life that he truly is, George Zimmerman. Um, recently he was photographed signing Skittles. And as a brand for Skittles, that just like to so many people, it, it was it basically just a symbol. Me, man. It was a symbol. Of innocence, because around the time when Trayvon Martin was killed, everybody had poster boards of the Skittles 
basically symboling his youth and innocence and that actual um indicates where he signed the Skittles bag. It was from one of the documentaries on BET called Rest in Power, the Trayvon Martin story. It's actually, I think it's co um it's co-produced or something by, by Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very great documentary. If you guys haven't seen it, you have to watch it. And it's just crazy just to watch. Because I remember when I first heard of Trayvon Martin being killed, I didn't really understand it. But just watching it now, six years later, I'm just like, is this even real? No. Like, it's just crazy. When the Trayvon Martin incident happened, um, I am from Miami, Florida, as I stated last week. So it hit a little bit closer to home. I won't say I didn't understand it because I was... I was already aware of um, the Sean Bell situation. He That was like the second instance where I seen uh, a black person just get killed for no reason. And it just really disgusts me how people see- Praising this man. Not just praising this man. Like, it just seems to, even at the time when he got off free, it just like, they made it the fault of the victim, Trayvon. Yeah. Like, he was the one being followed. He right. was the one- who felt like his life was at risk. All because he had a hoodie on and he was black. Like, that's that's ridiculous. And then to see someone who has shown no remorse for what he's done, in fact, he used that as his claim of fame. The real thug who has been accused of domestic abuse, the one who's um, called a stalker. No, 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 no. He was stalking uh, someone who was investigating him, a prosecutor, called her multiple times. This is the same person who's been arrested multiple times after the incident, and yet they don't paint him in the same way they paint Trayvon Martin. So if I sound <laughs> if I sound extremely frustrated, it's because this happens way too often in our community where a young, innocent, talented person, black, a black man or a black girl, dies just because of, of their image. That's not even true. Right. The same image that they've been using when they first put us in bondage. You treat us like we're fire animals, and now and just the way that they just—I'm not saying he should die. I don't. I'm not that type of person. I don't wish death on anybody. I really don't. But like, how is he not exiled from society yet? Like, he has a proven track record of being exactly everything. Those people, those these group of people who who a monster, a, a pure monster. These are the same. He's the same image that they group Trayvon Martin in. He's, 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 he's exactly that. So, like, why is he still allowed to walk freely? Why is he still, why, does, why can he not get the same scorn from, of looks as us black people do even around campus, even around the street, even when I'm shopping at Target? Why, why, do, why can he get those same dirty looks I get here? Why? I think it's important to um, highlight that it blows my mind that he's basically capitalizing his notoriety. He's doing this all for attention. He's doing this all for attention. This is attention. his claim to fame. In He's 2016, he he really he sold his gun that he used totally to kill Trayvon Martin. He sold yeah. his gun. I totally forgot about that. Exactly. He did that in 2016, bro. and he's doing the same thing now with signing the Skittles. It just it really blows my mind. So, it's just crazy. I hear to what me. Skittles got to say about this. Skittles not going to say anything about this. They don't have to. If, we, if we're being totally honest, they don't have to. This is the action of one man. To. So, like, we expecting these, we can't expect everybody to be Nike and come save black people problems no. or come highlight those black people problems. They don't have. They're not obligated to do that. But we, as society, are can 
exile this one person and make him an example of what not to do, how not to treat people different from you, how not to treat the minorities. That's what we have the power to do. Jay-Z on the Scorpion album, Drake album, Scorpion, Talk Up, he literally said, they killed X, but Zimmerman's still alive. The streets are dead. I don't know how you're going to take that. I know how I'm going to take that. Right. Yeah. And um, just bring just out saying. and and just to bring out X, despite all the allegation that happened between them, it was no reason for him to be killed the way that he was. Absolutely yes. no reason. That's and um, T rapper Ti on Instagram, he posted a meme and he made a great point. He said, um, you know, before a black person decides to kill a black person, look at what Zimmerman is doing. He is basically capitalizing off of this, literally. Not just him, just anybody else who has killed somebody that was black. They're basically capitalizing off of this while our people are being dead in the street. I don't even want to get into the black-on-black crime thing because that doesn't exist. That's all based on proximity killings. You kill who's around you. If you're in an area full of black people and you're trying to commit a crime, you're going to commit crimes to white black people. If you're a white person and you live in a white neighborhood and you're trying to commit a crime, you're going to commit a crime to white people. So there's no such thing as black or black crime. This, it just doesn't exist. So I don't even want to get into that. But we're done talking about George Zimmerman. But it's going to something much more happier and flowery. and just happier. And just something that makes me feel good. Music. Um, the Carter Five. This is the very last topic today, guys. I'm. Oh, thank you so much for listening. You still with us? I know. Be wild. I love you guys so much. <laughs> uh, the Carter Five was supposed to drop today. Not supposed. Allegedly was going to drop today. It just turned out to be one flat out rumor that started that when um Floyd Mayweather posted um the Carter Five cover art with the number twenty one and conspiracy theories. On social media, I believe it was supposed to drop today. Also, before I continue, shout out to my dad. It's his birthday. Man, give it up to my dad. Pops, man. Shout happy out to birthday. Pops. Bun fat, bun fat. And that's um, that's how you say happy birthday in Creole. So it was supposed to drop today. And unfortunately, I mean, not unfortunately. Fortunately, it didn't. Because I think the album will sound dated. But what do you guys think? Man, I've been waiting for this dang album since I was like, Ninth grade. Yeah, ninth grade. I was 14, bro. Ninth grade. I'm 21 now. I didn't forgot about it and everything. I'm not not waiting on it, you feel me, no more. So, I mean, I'm not excited for the album. I'm really not. I'm so happy that Lil Wayne won his case against Birdman. I'm happy he got his money. I'm glad he got his money. I'm happy he he is now the sole owner of Young Money Records. I'm happy he has all that. But again, I ain't trying to hear that album, bro. Excited about the album more so because finally, you know, because the Carter Five was supposed to have been out three or four years ago and it never did, obviously, because of the situation that he was with Birdman. And shout out to him, he definitely deserved that. But I'm pretty optimistic that the album is going to be what people have been expecting to be. Oh, but the thing is that what we have been expecting is outdated, though. That's the whole sound of that of the time that it was made. But Unless, think about the Stevenson. Maybe we want that outdated sound. No, maybe we, we do. No, we don't. I mean, will you no, we like don't. no like look no, look don't. at look at what rap is right now? Can you honestly say that you would rather have Lil Wayne rapping like he was in 2012 compared to rap right now? It's diff okay, it's just different because when I say outdated, I'm more, I'm particularly talking about the production what was popular at that time. Trap beats when the album was supposed to come back, I want him was just a novelty at that voice. point. So, like, it, 
Yeah, I want the Wayne that was rapping pre-2012. I want the but Wayne I want that happening. modern version of Wayne who raps just like that, but in this new modern era of trap beats. That's but what I think, it, like, I want the way that's the Hot that. Boys Wayne. I want that. We want that, but on 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 modern beats, modern elements of music that makes rap popular today. If I hear an album that sounds like it was made in twenty, that sounds like it was made in twenty twelve and twenty eighteen, I'm not gonna listen to it as much. That what happened to um the T Pain and Little Wayne project that came out um last yeah. last year. It, it was it's a good project. It's it's like it's it's nostalgic, but it, I can't listen to it all the time because it sounds it sounds like I'm back in two thousand eight. So like if he if the music, if the album sounds just like that is I could say it's good but I'm not gonna play it back again. But I'm, I believe Lil Wayne could team up with producers like oh, Zaytoven and Metro Boomin, and hey, we don't really he's know. A I feel we don't really every, know sure if it's gonna be outdated. I mean that's a good prediction. Do I believe it? Yes, I believe some of it, but I believe that Lil Wayne could make the Carter Five what we expect it to be, even I'm, more than what it's supposed to be. I don't be. know. Because I, I think at this point, the hype is bigger than the actual, the hype is bigger than the actual um, delivery at this point. Look at what happened to Eminem um, diss track. Killshot ain't all that. It really ain't. It really is. Like, we just, and thing is, on social media, Obviously, we hype them up. He could have went harder. This man yeah. talking about cereal and oatmeal. We, we hyping <laughs> these artists up for, for their past lowers and what they did. Hey, they and then, the once they deliver, <laughs> once that initial hype and shock is gone, we like, oh, wow, this shit isn't that good as I thought it was. So, like, yeah, that's, what, that's going to happen to Wayne album. The album's going to drop. We're going to be happy for Wayne that he's back. We're going to be happy for an album we should have got years ago. Like when I was back in a freshman in high school. Though I hate freshman me. Yo, freshman me, if I'm talking to you right now, bro, you should have got a haircut a long time ago in the first day of school. I don't know why you went to school like that. <laughs> God. Should have never put on them baggy ass pants. I hate dressing like Soldier Boy in 2008. But. <laughs> Everybody had the different color t shirts. Yeah. <laughs> XXLR. <laughs> Hey, bro, what T-shirt you wearing tomorrow? Uh, oh, I got the blue one, bro. Blue one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> With the Nike check in the middle. <laughs> but we don't want that sound. We just, I don't want that sound. Like, after the initial shock is gone, I'm going to be like, I'm afraid I'm going to say this is not a good album or this is just an average album. And Lil Wayne is a legend. Let's not take that away from him. But, like, that's what I'm afraid of. Unless he, unless he's making adjustments to the album to make it more modern, then I don't think the album will be good. Didn't he make it like years ago? He little? did. He completed it years ago. Remember, um, what was the guy name who bought the Wu Tang album? Martin Scorelli. Yeah, Martin Scorelli. He bought the album and he played parts of the album. He played a part where Kendrick was on the a song where Kendrick was on it on his um live stream. I think on Skype or something like that. He and it sounded like a song that I would hear in 2013, 2014, 2015. And that was like. I think last year or, or two years ago, when he before he got sentenced to jail, Martin Scarelli. So, if, the, if that same song is on there, and there's rumors that Cool and Dre, the famous producers Cool and Dre, they confirmed the tracklist that's been floating around the internet is true. Now I don't know if it's true or not. Hopefully it's not because Believe Me was dropped four years ago, still on the album. If that's the case, I just believe he just if he should he should put some modern twists on it. Exactly. But yeah. like I said, everybody's different. If you a if you a OG Wayne fan, like Die Hard, oh, you gonna I love mean, that album, you, right? You gonna you gonna love it regardless. But like I said, people who kind of lost in touch with Wayne, yeah. it's kind of be like a it's, it's gonna be like a yeah. I need I need you to put some seasoning on this man. Yeah. And I mean, I lost touch with Wayne. Not it's not more so of 
that he's not doing um, anything bothering. You know, he just sound like I feel like with Eminem, he just everything just sound the same to me. I don't think the album will be well received after the hype dies down. Hopefully, um, Wayne is making those modern adjustments because I truly think he is a legend, even though I was never the biggest fan of Wayne. But like, if this is gonna be your last album, man, go out with a bang. I just say if it's good, are we on? If it's good, if it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's, it's not. You feel me? No hate. I just want you to make money off of it, man. Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to say it. And, you know, we're going to review the album once it comes out. Like, we're going to play some of the songs. We gonna I'm going to break it down for you guys because that's what I really want to do. Uh, we hadn't had a chance to this week. You know, school be killing us, man. <laughs> Literally killing us. It's only week four? The life what, of week four? Week four. What, life of a BCA, man. I got a project and some papers to do, man. Lord, have mercy. So, like, you know, this is where we guys would finish off the episode. I'd like to thank my co-host, L'Oreal Nix. i like to thank, thank you, Stevenson. Thank you. Take a chance with Chance. Chance movement. The chance movement right here, man. This podcast is Chance Movement Approved. Thank you so much for sticking with us throughout this episode. And I, like I said earlier, thank you so much for listening to the first episode. We're just doing what we love. And bon fat. And if you don't know what that means, that means in Creole, I hope you have a wonderful day. And I truly do. Mm-hmm.